This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkins, and we have a very special guest. Uh, we actually have like royalty in here this morning. <laughs> I was just telling our silver medalist here, Clayton Fredericks, that if I listed all of his accolades, we would run <laughs> one entire segment out, but it's really long. Can you give <laughs> us a rundown? Oh, gee, you now you put me under the pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, uh, I suppose you always want to start with uh, things that you've done as far as the Olympics is concerned, because even even the layman, the people that aren't interested in uh, horses can understand at least if you say you've been to an Olympic Games. So um, I've got silver medal from the uh, Beijing Olympics, which actually was held in Hong Kong, um, and rode at, uh, in London Olympics as well. Oh, wow. That didn't work out so well. I actually <laughs> ended up uh, falling and la ended up on the, on the floor. But um, yeah. we worked away. Horse and I were fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, you talked about the... Uh, World Equestrian Games earlier, um, silver medal from the Arkan, uh, individual silver medal from the Arkan World Cha uh, Champions, uh, Championship there, Team Bronze. Um, I've been World Cup champion twice. Um, all and most of those achievements, in fact all of those achievements, have been on a horse called Been A Long Time. And been a long time. He's uh, retired here. Uh -huh. He's in uh, in our field in um, in Ocala. And um, oddly, actually, today the girl who groomed for me at the World Equestrian Games is coming to stay for a couple of days, and she arrives a bit later on today. That's so nice. yeah, yeah, it's good. And uh, um, after been a long time finished actually he w he was went to his owners in hong kong they rode him and did some dressage and then he had an injury and hong kong really wasn't the best place for him to sort of re uh, rehabilitate and everything so they rang me and i said to them look you know i'm living in the uh horse capital world and the horse paradise <laughs> uh, right. if you guys pay for him to fly fly out here to ocala I he can have a place retired oh, right. right. for, really nice. for the rest of his life. So he's, he's 23 now, mm. and uh, yeah, he's um, in a lush green pasture oh. under some beautiful <laughs> live oak trees. Couldn't be couldn't be better. So oh, um, that's nice. Yeah, and uh, yeah. It's what good. is about the average age that one retires from eventing? Is there a kind of an average age? Well, I mean, it, it, there. Most most horses can actually compete now until they're probably you know probably about eighteen. I think that's probably mm -hmm, a, a probably good a age to, to to retire. I'm sh I'm sure some some riders try to um, extend the life of the you know the competition life mm. of the of the horse. But um, you know when I finished with Ben, he was he he finished at uh, he was seventeen actually. Um, but he finished fit and sound oh, and yeah, had no issues. I just felt that it was going to be too hard for him to um, stay sound with the pressure that uh, eventing it, uh, yeah. applies. You know, it is, it is a lot of work to get them fit. It's actually not the comp everyone thinks about the competition, you know, is, is strenuous. 
but realistically for the event horse it's all the it's all the fitting work that goes into getting them mm. ready for the competition that that uh, you know Just makes it yeah, hard. I, I hard can, work. Yeah, I can see a that. lot of hard yeah. work. Yeah. Yes. Now for our non-horse people listeners because we do have some of those trying to learn uh, about the equine world can you explain the three phases of three-day eventing and um, then I want to talk a little bit to you about your success and what you attribute that to. But tell us what three-day eventing is for our non-horse listeners. <clears throat> well, for those that aren't sort of in, into, in, into the sport or ha don't understand, I like to s explain it as like the triathlon mm. of equestrian. Perfect, yeah. Um, three phases, uh, all done with the same horse. And first phase being the dressage, which is... Um, I suppose, like the figure skating or the mm -hmm. or the da uh, ballroom dancing, so, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, there is a set dr dressage test. You have to do the movements. You get marked out of ten for each movement, um, and that really is the basis of of all our training. You know, um, essentially, it's about having the horse uh, responsive to your aids, listening, but not only listening um, because. You know, you give them a kick and you give them a pull in the mouth. It's not about that. It's about training to a degree where the horse almost becomes uh, intuitive about about your right. your aids and your thinking. Right. Um, and obviously, that's you know, mm -hmm. right on the high lev level of that. But um, you know, when you when you really partner with with a horse. Uh, it, it really does become just a, th a thinking aid, you know, and you just obviously do the positioning, but the horses start to really get into yeah, feeling what you what you asking them and and going with you, and then that becomes a real real partnership, like uh, like it would if you had a dance partner, you know, it's yeah. no 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 good having right. a partner that uh, really behind the scenes isn't isn't friends with you right. or in, agreeing with you. You really got to have a, have that you get good your relationship on that way, don't you? Exactly. <laughs> so that's really the basis, <laughs> and uh, from that we then go to the exciting phase, which is the cross country. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, at the world. Of World Equestrian Games, as we were talking about, that they'll be probably doing a course around the ten and a half minutes of galloping at 570 metres a minute and jumping solid fences in yeah. in through the water, mm. over ditches. <laughs> Love it. Um, and so exciting. Uh, yeah, very exciting, uh, high paced. Um, for those that uh, actually get out to the competitions, um, it, it's pretty amazing you know to be standing on just beside the track where where a horse will gallop right past you at that speed jump over a massive fence um, you know that that is a, is very exhilarating and that's why people get uh, absolutely hooked on our sport is yes. because so to see you know horse and athlete riders um, competing at that speed and and you know it is exciting you do get uh, the odd horse or rider get it wrong and it, it uh, they can um, uh, come come to grief a little bit um, but uh, you know the modern sport is um, fast-paced and there's a lot of accuracy jumps you really have to be as one again yeah um, all the all the uh, things that I said for the dressage right. training comes out yep. it's just you're going 
virtually at full speed. Yeah, for a lot faster. Yeah, so and, then, and then we move yeah. to the final test, um, the show jumping, which is really just to prove that all the all the work mm -hmm. and the effort has gone in, the fitness has gone right. in to enable the horse and rider to come back on a third day and, um, and still be able to perform. Right. The roots of the sport is actually in the military. It, uh, it was originally devised to, you know, for, for the cavalry to, mm -hmm. um, as, a tr as training, you right. know, to be able yeah. to be pre prepared so, for going to war. Mm, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's sort of the roots. It's obviously a lot different modern sport now, mm -hmm. but um, still very, very exciting. And, uh, You've got to have an excellent horse to be able to compete in all three when you think about it. Gosh, I mean, uh, dressage and cross-country are so different to have a horse that can do so well in both. And it's just amazing that can relax with you and do what it needs to do for the dressage and then, you know, crank yeah. it up and, and go all out over the jumps. Really got to be a really good horse. Yeah, it's got to be a fantastic horse. And a really good rider and a lot of work. Yeah. Absolutely. a lot of work that goes into all the different parts. Now you've been incredibly successful um, between your medals, of course the Olympics, a really big deal, um, coaching, coaching the Canadian team, uh, coaching kids, uh, instructing and all of that. What do you attribute all of your success to? You've just really had an amazing career and, and much more to come, I'm sure. <clears throat> um, well, I, I, I suppose, you know, look, I've had incredible drive and passion to, to, to do what, what we do um, or do what I've done. But really, when it comes down to it, you know, I just never stopped working. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, yeah. it's, uh, yeah. it, it, is, it is a hard, it, it's a hard life, you know, and I don't, um, don't envy really any of these younger riders that are entering into this sport. It's, it's expensive. Uh, you know, for, for all the exciting, exciting, you know, um, you know, for all that you get out of it, it's probably not expensive. But the reality is, you know, horses cost a lot of money, right. Right? and uh, it's hard to get a step in. Right. You know, it, it does become tough to get a, a step in. Um, in you know, I spent twenty years in in the UK, and there really is a, there really is. A, an owner culture there, you know, where um, individuals will uh, get involved, support a young rider or, or, you know, or an old rider for that, that matter, <laughs> but, uh, and horses and stuff like that. And, and they get, they become part of it. So because they're owning a share of the horse or they're owning the horse, they get to get involved, come to the events. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, my going back to Ben a long time, we bought him as a five-year-old. The people uh, I actually taught in Hong Kong, but they just wanted to be have a part of the sport. You know, we never bought um, uh, educated up up level upper level right. horses. We always bought you know young horses, and, and they really on, they yeah. actually really got more out of the the development of, of the horses, you know, seeing how they were as young ones, mm -hmm. seeing how we yeah. got to the first uh, level and, you know, eventually, amazingly, they ended up getting a horse to the Olympic Games. Right. But it was really that development and, and being with them, the ups and downs, you know, going through the injuries, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, that sounds like a real down it is, but you, you've got the highs of going to exactly. world championships and all that sort of thing and the lows of, you know, the horse is out in the field for, for six months because they've got an injury, you know, yeah. and uh, 
Um, yeah, well, I'm just lucky that uh, in equestrian sports you can go on into your 50s and 60s now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there is longevity because, right. uh, you know, you just can get a younger horse, you know, yeah. and get, get, yeah, exactly. get some fresh legs under exactly. you. Exactly. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the Ocala Jockey Club and about the international three-day event, November 15th to 18th. Uh, pretty excited about that. Having that here again this year, having the CCI three-star, uh, exciting stuff. Yeah, well, I was thinking about it the other day. You know, my biggest disappointment about the uh, jockey club is that I'm not about allowed oh. to ride. <laughs> oh, no, that's terrible. No, I'm uh, I'm I'm the course designer now for um, okay. for all three phases with uh, Mikey S overseeing overseeing the uh, upper levels, but. Um, and he's actually the head of, um, former head of British eventing and uh, Olympic course designer. Right? That's right. Gatherington. Hugely yeah. experienced and uh, has a fantastic feel for designing the course. And he's he's been my mentor through through that as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Um, the, the Jockey Club is an amazing, amazing venue. Uh, and you know you've seen me down at the CP preaching mm -hmm. to everyone that um, it's a very important event for Ocala. It really is. It, the timing couldn't be better in November. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's really helped. Uh, I think everyone's business here in Ocala because it's bringing those uh, ev eventing people down. Right. Which originally when I came was in starting in mid of, middle of January. Now yeah. people are now coming. Now coming. Yep. Totally. Yeah. I know. And I then this it. year, this year, in addition to the jockey jockey club. Um, we've got the Grand Oaks having a, a big event for the yeah, lower levels the following right. week. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, down, uh, down in Weirsdale. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's, we're dragging all the, uh, all the northerners down a, a lot earlier to, to Ocala, which is great. But I think also going forward, this event at that time of the year is, is going to start bringing the Europeans over, oh, you know, yeah. because... Um, I mean, you've got a few converts here, you know, Leslie Law, yes, um, right. Joe Meyer. He's my, he's my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's my neighbor. Uh, um, Liz Halliday Sharp. Liz Halliday, love you her. Know, She's great. People yeah. that have come from Europe, competed mm -hmm. at the top level, now realizing that through, certainly through that winter time, this is the place to be as far as eventing is mm -hmm. concerned. Really and I is. think that's just going to grow and grow and grow. And now that we have that uh, jockey club and likes of Grand Oats all, all happening towards the end of the year. There's a good so reason good to bring the, them. Oh, it's when the, as soon as the European circuit finishes, which is October, mm -hmm. right. there's there's a chance oh, to that's continue. Cool. Yeah, it's a, and, yeah, well, none uh, of us want to event in that weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know I used to fox hunt say. in November <laughs> and it was like frozen <laughs> fingertips, you know, it was ghastly. So, yeah, it's a lovely place to be in November and come and do some eventing. So it's fantastic, really. Absolutely. Uh, incredible yep. Event that the foot the footing out there is just amazing. The course incredible. The superbly scenery. designed course. Oh, superbly yeah. designed, <laughs> I might say. And listen, my mum and dad they didn't come last year because my my dad had some health issues, but they came the year before. And my mum said this is the closest thing to being in England. I used to do eventing when I was a little girl, and it's the closest thing to anything that is like 
you know, in, yeah. in English. And she said she felt like we could hear Spencer, you know, with his British accent <laughs> over the over the intercom. It's like you just felt like you were just transplanted to England for yeah. the you know for the weekend. So it really is an incredible event. Um, I want to just jump over really quick. I know you brought um, with you this Brook USA and. You are a new ambassador. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, um, you know, for a long time I've been wanting to be involved with a charity. <laughs> and uh, um, the Brook USA is, uh, is something that's, um, you know, I got introduced to. And we had a great meeting um, out at the Jockey Club uh, a couple of days ago. And, uh, yeah, they've brought me in as uh, one of their new ambassadors um, for Brook USA. Brook uh, USA is all, all about, um, you know, creating, uh, transforming the lives of, of vulnerable working equines, uh, equines you know, all around, the, all around the world, um, donkeys and horses, okay. mules, um, you know, that have a, a pretty tough life working and um, so, uh, but by, by helping uh, you know, um, helping these animals and helping <clears throat> their suffering, fixing the, any any problems that they have. Um, we're actually it, it's a, about providing the working people that are behind that um, that need these animals for their uh, livelihood. It's about helping them as as well. So, yeah, when uh, when I got in told mines or on the farms uh, or um, yeah, taking things to market. Absolutely. And, uh, some of the pictures they they shared with us were heartbreaking to see these animals overloaded uh, um, because it's how they survive. Right, the people right. survive, you know, and so they overload the animal and then the animals crippled or hurt and they don't understand that there's other ways they can right. you know they can do things so just teaching them you know farrier work and right. deworming protocol and, and medical and health and food and rest letting the animal have a rest so mm -hmm. that it can complete its job and just uh, amazing met Emily and got a chance to talk to her and and uh, hear a lot about uh, Brook USA so and it is actually the official uh, charity of the World Equestrian Games also so uh, they will be there as well and uh, definitely Google that and and Clayton is a new ambassador for them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. I think at the up at uh, up at WEG, I'm giving a little talk, uh, giving a, an analysis of the of the eventing again, mm -hmm. um, trying to predict who's going to be the winner. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting. And um, also, uh, I think they've got in line. I don't know if they've um, cleared it with the, all the officials and everything, but um, po the possibility of some of their um, you know some of their donors uh, walking the course with me, so getting oh, yeah. getting a, a real insight into seeing the course. So yeah, um, lovely. That's absolutely great fantastic. charity, and uh, urge fantastic. everyone to to help to help. It certainly is. Yes, <coughs> and really quick in just this last few minutes, I got two really really uh, short questions for you. Most riveting moment in your career, and top of your bucket list now. <laughs> Ah, oh, gee, you know, look, I've had um, so many, so many uh, great experiences. Um, top of my bucket list now is to to go again. Really, uh, I've spent, you, you know, I, I originally came over to train the Canadian team. I can train them up to Rio, and then when it came down to 
deciding whether I continued with that. Um, you know, in my heart of hearts, I really felt that I still had the competitiveness in my, in me, and I wanted to wanted to rejuvenate that and have another go at a third Olympics, try to get my hat trick. <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, I think you always feel with a silver medal that. Uh, that there's something something more that you could have done and um, so yeah I suppose that's still my bucket list Tokyo go, go Olympics. For the gold. We'll paint yep. everything <coughs> in the colour gold for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will. And um, yeah I suppose that's just the way I think that you know I, I don't really dwell too much on on I mean I, it's nice to talk about with friends that you know what what happened mm -hmm. in the past and and highlights and things but I don't spend my life riding around think you know right. reliving those those moments um, you know I'm a little bit more thinking forward for all the, the time yeah yeah next, so yeah. Um, but it was a, a you know everything everything I've any, any competition that I've, I've competed in is is always a highlight you know mm. it, it it really is and and uh, it's, it's I just love this sport so much um, you can tell it's your passion and your heart. Yeah, and, and whether it's taking a young horse to their first right. event. I've actually, today, after this, I'm going off mm -hmm. to the pop, uh, pop schooling show just at, mm -hmm. at the Florida Horse Park. Good for you. Um, my awesome. daughter, Ellie, who's 14, she's well, 15 this year, growing up way too fast, mm -hmm. but uh, she's over with me at the moment from the UK, yeah. and I've put her on a horse. She's going she's gonna to be oh, jumping out there. Oh, awesome. awesome. That is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, it's great. Young, young, young horse, young rider, and a new sort of beginning, really. So fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Clayton Fredericks, our silver medalist. You know, we're the horse capital of the world because we have so many horses and so many breeds. But you know what makes us really special is we have like the coolest, most famous, and best equestrians right here. <laughs> so uh, we're really glad we have Clayton Fredericks. And before we break, oh, um, yes. Nigel from New Horizon Insurance Solution gave me four of these. I tried to save two for Clayton because but he's Australian, so he, he has to know what a crunch he is. Yeah. But I managed to get here with one, and you better take it very quickly, Clayton. <laughs> Please note, I'll be handing this to my daughter because okay. it's not on my diet. <laughs> oh, no. no. Well, hopefully she'll be pleased to see it. Uh, Crunchy, uh, amazing British chocolate. Mm, and I really should, uh, before we go, I really yes. just have to say a good shout-out to Seminole Feed. Because, oh, yes. Um, Thank you. They're, yes. the, they're the guys they're that... They're the best, uh, yeah. That, yes. that are, are powering my team of horses. They are. And, um, Made right here. I know they're a sponsor They make here, a million, right? I think they make a million bags a year, Ephine, if I'm right. Angie, you can text me if I'm wrong, but I think <laughs> that's right. Um, but that, yeah, Seminole Feed, amazing. Uh, and your horses look incredible on it, very fit. Yeah, I, I'm healthy. super happy with it, with it. It's so super fresh because we're getting it straight from the, the right. mill here. But um, yeah, I couldn't be happier with a, with a feed company. I mean, there's lots of other sponsors sponsors that I have but um, you know they they really are the the backbone of, of our team. Isn't it lovely so. knowing a feed is safe you know where it was made and yeah, it's no, fantastic it's and you know what your horses look like on it so it's wonderful. I Clayton. know those guys are listening today say hi. Good morning seven of Clayton Fredericks our silver medalist and Ocala resident very proud to have him here wish him all the uh, very best in the future and uh, want to come out to the farm and get some really good footage with John Thorman and 
Cody mm -hmm. aboard the camera here and we'll get some uh, some great stuff and get that retired uh, <laughs> champion out there too so fantastic thank you Clayton so much no problem we really great appreciate to, great to Enjoy be here your thanks for having me and with your daughter. Uh, hopefully we some of those guys that aren't uh, <laughs> haven't um, been in our sport so much hopefully they get out to the Ocala Jockey Club and some yes. of the other events yeah. and November. start uh, start getting involved in the best sport in the world in the in the in the best uh, place uh, in the exactly. world for horses so. that's it really exactly. is. Yeah. fantastic thank you Clayton very much hi guys this is Louisa Barton I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the horse talk show podcast connect with us on Facebook Twitter and YouTube and let me know what you thought now please go out there and share the podcast <laughs>